Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. When I first met Brett, I remember I was sitting in the training room at the Vikings, and Brett walks in. He had these old gray cut-off sleeve undershirts that you wore for practice. He's got that on and maybe like camo Crocs and cargo shorts. And I remember thinking, wow, he's really gray. You know, and I think Jared Allen called him the Silver Fox. But so we go out to the practice field, so I see him, and I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, like that's Brett Favre. And at the time, I'm the starting center. Now, I've never started a regular season game for the Vikings at this point. So we go out, so we start with center quarterback, which is basically just center quarterback exchange. So you're going to start with some underneath snaps. They're going to call out plays. I know the ones are going to be me and Brett. Like, Brett's not going to show up and have to, you know, win the job, you know. He walks up to me and introduces himself. He's like, hey, I'm Brett. I'm like, yeah, I know who you are. Like, I've, I've heard of you once or twice. I want to say, if my memory serves me right, the first thing he said to me was, I'm looking forward to playing with your balls. And uh, it was just a great icebreaker. And from then on, I knew we were, I mean, I figured we were going to get along, but we got along great. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Football. John Sullivan telling uh, a great story about Brett Favre and his sort of creepiness in 2009. Speaking of creepiness, I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad, and that's Declan Goff, the executive producer. This is Purple Daily presented by TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL. And, boys, every single week on this show, we take a trip through the comment section of the Purple Daily YouTube channel, and we answer questions. We respond to your takes. We take your feedback, quote-unquote, both positively and negatively. Are you guys all set? Do you have your armor up? Are you ready to fend off any haters? Oh, any? No, if there's going to be criticism, I'm done for today. I don't like criticism. <laughs> oh, okay. It hurts my feelings. Right. Well, let's start with this one here. This is from Zach Parsons. And uh, there's a lot of responses, by the way, uh, to our Kirk Cousins episodes from this week, just talking about who Kirk is as a quarterback and why uh, and how Kirk's Overall numbers might not be what they seem when you look at some of the come-from-behind numbers in different situations. But Zach Parsons said, careful what we wish for. Kellen Mond could be the next Dak Prescott, but it's way more likely that he's Tavares Jackson. So my question for you guys is, how can the Vikings ensure that Mond is going to be more like whenever it's time, like whether it's next year or if Kirk gets hurt or whatever this year, right. um, how can they ensure that what they have in Kellen Mond is more like what Dallas has in Dak than what the Vikings had in T-Jack. Well, first of all, I would say, and this is not going to happen unless Kirk gets hurt, don't rush him because I've seen guys 
ruined because of, of that. And Tavares played uh, late in his rookie year, but probably would have been helped a bit. I don't know if it would have helped his career a ton, but not by not playing in his first season, which was 2006. But, I mean, I don't think you can do something to, like, get him around that. Like, like I don't think you can declare he's Dak, and I don't think you can declare that he's a bust. You, you have to, and this is the most important thing, and this is where Rick Spielman and his staff have struggled. You have to be able to identify quarterbacks who are going to translate to the National Football League, which is among the most difficult things. But I don't think that you can, I don't think there's an actual plan that Kellen Mond can be put on starting this season where it's like, here's the plan and it's going to guarantee that you're good. So I don't think there's an answer to that question that's definitive. But I will say, I do think giving him a year of experience to watch from the sidelines and to get some practice reps, but more importantly, get just some reps in how the league works is not a bad thing. Yeah, I think it comes down to you definitely don't want to throw him in the fire. I mean, there was that game in 2006, if I remember right. It was actually it was it was the game before we talked about the Marcus Robinson getting cut on Christmas Eve. The game before that was that primetime game where T-Jack got thrown in against the Packers. That Thursday. And the Vikings scored yep. like six points or something. Yep. He threw for like 60 yards. It was just a total disaster. And he was missing wide open receivers. So I think you got to be careful of throwing a guy like Mond into the fire. If he's really a developmental guy and he needs to sit, then he should sit for at least a year, mm-hmm. barring complete emergency. And it's, to me, it's going to be a little bit more about like presence and confidence leadership, those are all things that I think you have to have to be a franchise quarterback, and you have to have those things to maximize your own physical potential, too. So what can they do? This is where I'm skeptical. I don't know that the Vikings have the offensive-minded infrastructure, with Mike Zimmer in particular, to fully maximize Kellen Mond. So that's that's my worry. Like, you know, Pat Mahomes is a different animal altogether just because, like, he was a first-round pick. He was widely regarded as a a blue chip talent all the way. But like if he got saddled with Mike Zimmer, who's defense, 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 does he become like, I'm not saying he doesn't become a viable starting quarterback. Does he become like the greatest quarterback of all time? If he's not with Andy Reid, we have no idea or not, or, or Brady right. with Belichick. Yep. Mike Zimmer does not spend a lot of time trying to maximize the development of his quarterbacks. He just doesn't like he spent some time with Teddy and I think he loved Teddy's leadership, but for the most part, I don't know that this is the perfect environment for Kellen Mond, so we'll have to see. That's very fair. I agree. Dax, what about what about you? Yeah, I, I don't want to rush him. I mean, th- the problem is what the Dak comparison was. Dak was thrown in week one because Tony got hurt in the preseason, right? Isn't that what happened? I believe like, Tony broke his back or his Tony, ribs for, like, uh, for the ninth time. Yes. So, yeah, so, like, or whatever, so yeah. like Dak, Dak had to literally start week one out of necessity. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't rush him either. Uh, I would not rush Kellen Mond either. You let this play out, and obviously, if he has to start out of necessity, it's a different conversation, but I think you got to let him marinate for a little bit. He's not expected to be a starter right away, so it's honestly a perfect situation for the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, all right, uh, next comment here from Purple Daily YouTube. Are you 21? You guys have made it, working like three hours a day and bashing Kirk in your underwear. I do that, and I don't get paid. Well, are you 21? I'm glad you brought up underwear because I've got my Chill Boys on right now that I got from ChillBoys.com. The most comfortable and flexible and breathable undergarments I have ever worn in my life, boys. Give me give me a word today to describe how you feel when you wear your Chill Boys. Happy. 
I'm happy because I'm free. <laughs> I'm free to roam about in very important oh, places where exactly. I'm not bound up. And you know what? 51 years on this planet, a lot of good, a lot of bad, but never underwear like this. Chill Boys is a transformational product when it comes to one of the most important things, which is, is your mid-region happy? And if the answer is yes, you're happy. And right now I'm happy. Hmm. Yeah, I would, your say, word, I would say freedom. It reminds me of freedom. I'm just, I'm free. I'm free and I'm surprised because like I, I've, I've made the point before, I've never been a briefs guy. Mm-hmm. I don't like briefs. I like the freedom of things moving around. And these are the perfect blend of boxer and brief with the bamboo or the performance brand. I don't know which one I like more. I honestly don't. I think it's, I probably maybe lean performance, but there's days oh, I like the bamboo. I lean bamboo. Okay. Like the bamboo. Oh, I love it. Mm. Well, you can find your chill at chillboys.com. Find your fabric. Chillboys.com, Minnesota-based company. Support and uh, let us know. Let us know how you feel. Okay, next comment from YouTube here. John D. says, please, guys, deep down inside, we all know Kirk can't win a Super Bowl. And uh, Richard Petzold responds back, teams win Super Bowls. Trent Dilfer is proof of that. How, so I guess how do you sort of parse apart putting everything on a quarterback and grading a quarterback versus grading a team when it comes to the pursuit of a Super Bowl. I'll be incredibly brief here. Teams win. No pun intended. Teams win. Oh, no, because when it's talking about chill boys, I'm not brief because <laughs> the briefs are so comfortable. Um, teams win Super Bowls because they have the flexibility from a salary cap standpoint to build a team, meaning your quarterback's an incredibly important decision because he's either incredibly well paid and you have to put more on him than you'd like. Um, or or he's a younger quarterback who's not incredibly well-paid and allows me to build out the team. That's what we're missing here. Like, we're acting like it's Kirk Cousins the person. No, it's Kirk Cousins the athlete, and and basically look at him as a dollar sign, and he's eating up a lot of dollar signs, so I can't build the exact team I'd like to. I mean, I don't know how many more times, and I'm I'm not upset with the people who are weighing in and asking because it's a great conversation but i don't know how many more times we can accurately explain this isn't a referendum on the guy it's a referendum on his salary well also i think you know whenever people bring up well trent dilfer wanted like so let me back up kirk cousins is better than for sure a small handful of quarterbacks that have won the super bowl in the last 30 years maybe even like four or five of them, right? Like he's better than Trent Dilfer. I think he's better than Brad Johnson. Although Brad Johnson had some really good leadership qualities and he was a like coach there on was the a, field, but yes. Yeah. There You're was right. a, pre, a, a presence with Brad Johnson yeah. that I think is a little bit tough to quantify. And you could even make a case. He's better than Joe Flacco, but what's the biggest difference? All right. Like Jim McMahon won a Super Bowl in the eighties. Yeah. But some of these examples we're literally talking about the Mount Rushmore of greatest defenses of all time. Yep. So truly a team game when you have a great defense that can carry you to a Super Bowl. But that's really, really hard. You know, it's it's the Vikings found out in 2017. They finally put it all together defensively, and one bad slip up in one game and a team unleashes for thirty-eight points and you can't you can't win a shootout. Mm-hmm. So the I guess my my grand point on this is the thing that will keep you in Super Bowl contention the longest is a top five to top seven quarterback. I think Kirk falls outside of that, even though he's paid like a top five, top three quarterback. And that's just something to this point. I mean, we'll do an episode on this before the season starts. There has never been a quarterback in history 
whose team has won a Super Bowl with him making 13% or more of the salary cap. Tom Brady was like well, right at 13% last year. So like until someone bucks that trend, yep. the roster construction is sort of a checkmate, and unfortunately. If, if Kirk showed up tomorrow and said, I, I will take a severe pay cut and play here because I like it and I want to win, you know what? He'd be a great quarterback. Also, if it's a team game, which it is, it is, okay? But if your argument is, well, it's a team game, you can't just talk about the quarterback. Well, if it's such a team game, then why are we paying the quarterback like one-fifth of the entire 53-man roster salary? Shouldn't that be scaled back because it's truly a team game? he's the CEO of the players. So, yes, you're right. So, anyways. um, All right, let's see. Uh, Rick Deschamps says, Oh, my God, I absolutely hate when people say find a different team if you mention something uh, negative (laughs) or that you don't like about your team. Uh, Lauren T responds, yeah, that one cracks me up. If you aren't about hero worship or drinking purple Kool-Aid and say something uh, negative about any legitimate issues, then you are a hater, it seems like. And honestly, I love reading these because I think like (laughs) with with Rich and Lauren, and I feel like a lot of like the majority of people that watch or listen to us on a daily basis, like the mission statement for this show is simple. We want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we all die. It doesn't mean we're going to put purple sunglasses on and just like put our head in the clouds and act like everything's like we're we're going to poke and critique and we're going to offer honest evaluations from our perspective. And there are plenty of places, radio, digital, podcast that are just going to give you like the straight up positive spin. And if you if that's what you prefer, like that's totally fine. Those people are making a living as well. So I, I actually appreciate it when I see comments like this because it's like, yeah, okay, you get it. You get it. It's a little, little tough love. Never never hurt anybody. Exactly. Be, being a complete homer for the team doesn't make you a great fan. And by the way, too, something to keep in mind, the team is not like that. It's not like Spielman and Zim get together in with their with their Vikings pennants and are like, we're unbelievable. Everything's amazing. We're so yeah. great. Kirk's <laughs> so great. I mean, they dissect and pick apart these players left and right, and they should. It's their job. But, I mean, to see this just as the Viking faithful have to be true to their team, the team doesn't do that. They, they like it when you do, but if they don't, why should you? And I think it makes you a great fan to question things and, and to find the faults because you're not going to win a championship until the faults are not only discovered but dissected. Yeah. Uh, Frankie Marino Jr. says, Declan's not high on Peyton Manning. That's a great name. I knew, I knew this preteen doesn't know anything about pre-teen. football. David Wynn follows up and says, Declan and Mackie need to be sat down for an intervention saying that Chris Collinsworth is better than Romo. There's no contest. The only thing Chris Collinsworth does is have the hots for Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> two things. Two little things. Number one, uh, I have no problem with Peyton Manning, the quarterback. I just don't like him off the f- I just I don't, I don't get it. I, just, I don't gravitate towards it. I don't like it. It's not my thing. Um, Two interventions we can. There's many interventions that I need to sit down with. So if we need to have an intervention on Chris Collinsworth, we can cross that. We can cross that off the list as well. I don't know. I like the slide in too. Okay. So yeah. So he he has the hots for Rogers, and he has a great slide in. I so will say I this: what more you want from that. I vehemently disagree with you on Peyton. Hmm. I like Peyton Manning. I think it's hilarious. I I think his shtick is pretty good. He's a smart ass. He was boring as a player because he was smart enough to be boring. But now he's not. 
which I like. Okay, I think he's. I think I his think show is be... great. Like like where he go, goes around Peyton's places, right? Yeah, hey, I think amazing. Peyton's places is fantastic. He could be a stand-up comedian. I really think he's got no. he's got that's comedic fine. timing. He's got the we can jobs, disagree, but whatever. Everyone's got their own. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, have I mean, a, have wrong, a new producer for money. That's, that's cool. Yeah. That's got, no, we're uh, we're open to all opinions here, even if they're dead wrong. Um, Benjamin <laughs> Nelms says the Wolves have a huge blind spot when it comes to Spielman. Zimmer will be the fall guy after 2021 if things don't go well, or during if it's bad enough, and it could be given the brutal schedule. Uh, Eric Nelson responds also. I would have fired Mike Zimmer after the Minneapolis miracle because his defense gave up a 17-0 lead in the second half, and they had to have a miracle to win that game. That's a scenario, an alternate reality that I would pay to see in the celebration aftermath of that game and and the Wilves and Spielman going to the locker room. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mike. Mike, come over here. We got to talk for a second. You're fired. You're, You're fired. fired. You're fired. What? what do you mean? It's like a yeah, mafia. He blew a, 17, he blew a 17 rip lead in the second half. You're gone. <laughs> the start of that note, though, I don't think is wrong. Like, I think the Wilfs really love Rick. And I don't think yeah. Rick, I, I could see a scenario under which after this season, Mike gets fired and Rick does not. I don't think it's both. Um, and yeah. I'm with you. I think, I think Spielman's good. Well, I mean, I think, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think he's a good GM. I don't think he's a great GM. I think he's like good for the next couple of years. I think he's incredibly. They will not fire him. And I think he's also been for a long time incredibly savvy about playing the game. Yeah. Like he knows. And. He uh, he is the game. He is the Triple H of Vikings <laughs> football. And to your game. point, it's really easy for him if this thing goes off the rails or like Cousins is bad or whatever. Like the, they're just missing the playoffs. Spielman can say, "Hey, you know we uh, we gave we gave it a good shot with Kirk and Zimmer, and we just we were always good, not great." Give me a chance now that now that I have identified Kellen Mond sure. as the future quarterback. Yes. Give me a chance to find the coach that I can put with him. It's like he he basically by drafting Kellen Mond and and pulling all these great offseason maneuvers on paper, he basically bought himself like probably three more years as GM of the Vikings. And right? he, and he also brilliantly gave Zim what he wanted. So if the defense fails, that's on Zim, not on Rick. It's it's true. So like if Pat P has a bad year. Rick's going to tell the Wilfs, Mike wanted him, man. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Well, it kind of feels like maybe we've maybe we just painted Rick Spielman into like he builds the team around self preservation more than actually like trying to win a Super Bowl. But please put know. your hands together for new head coach of the Vikings, Eric Bieniemy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Wilfs. Uh, let's see, Benjamin <laughs> Nelms with another comment here. Extend Judd for the grizzled oh, veterany goodness. And a low chance of injury because he doesn't leave his house. That's true. I go year to year on Mackey because he's a oh, cromulent. No! He's, he's a cromulent quarterback of Purple Daily. What does cromulent even mean? Cromulent. I have. That's a great word because I have no idea, but I might start to use it now. Cromulent. Um, spell it for me. C R O M U L E N. Acceptable or adequate, according okay, to Google. So that's a really big word for not a great definition. I agree. I thought cromulent would mean... breakfast was perfectly cromulent. It was the okay. example on Google. He's firing Declan because you extended Kirk in the exercise from earlier this oh, week. Just kidding, you guys are a good team. Oh, but say, if that's the reason they're firing me, I'm sitting pretty. Well, I thought he was just going to fire you because he didn't like you. Well, that's... And that could be... Which is shocking that I didn't get fired. Yeah, me too. I'm shocked. Yeah, it really is. Um, the most Adam cost-effective White. one to keep on. 
Adam Weitz, yeah. love Judd's story times. You guys always remind the fans of the human side of football and that these players and coaches have their own thoughts and agendas and aren't just objects of our entertainment. Great stuff. Joe, what other stories do you want to, what other camp stories do you want to bust out here in the next couple of weeks? Oh, boy. Is there um, like any Mike Tice? Mike Tice oh, yeah, camp? sure. Yeah, yeah. Tice, I, I think we should do the day that Dante disappeared. Oh, yeah. I'd love to hear that. The training camp oh, day yeah. that Dante d- disappeared and we were told something and it turned out to be something completely different. I, I don't that know. was a Ticey I've one. I think we I think we should do the, the day that Ticey, Ticey in, in watching the offensive line, grew so frustrated that he plugged in a fan from the sidelines in place of, I think, the left guard. I think it was Adam Schreiber. <laughs> and awesome. Steve Loney, the offensive coordinator, a very, very kind Gentleman didn't take it well. Like, there's some great, the whole Tice thing is just. That is epic. I love that. He literally took uh, a, spon- a sponsor guy on the sidelines and plugged him in to the drill. And then uh, a last one here presented by Federated. So Federated has, so uh, well, they've been around for over 100 years supporting business owners, but they've also been over the last 15 years or so supporting Big Brothers, Big Sisters. So this is a Big Brothers Big Sisters does amazing work. They are a 116-year-old one-to-one mentoring organization, and they help maximize the potential of our nation's youth, quite frankly. Um, they've, uh, they've raised $41 million Federated has through the Federated Challenge since 2005 on behalf of Big Brothers Big Sisters, thanks to partners like the Timberwolves and the Lynx, SIT Investment Associates, uh, Holborn Corporation. So some great things happening there. Last one for you. You wanted an answer on if people would pay you, Judd, through Cameo yep. to do videos for them. Yep. And uh, a couple people, Aaron Bronner said, I would totally pay Judd to send my dad a Kirk Cousins take via Cameo in hopes to bring him back to reality. And Joey Joyner says, hell yeah, Judd, give me a price. Lifelong Vikings fan. Um, he'll definitely pay out. I saw a couple other people say they'd pay more than $20 yeah. for your Cameo. 25 30 what? I'm all in. Just help me out. Help me launch this, and I'll start doing it. I love this idea. Happy birthday, anniversary. You know what I'll do? I'll start to talk. I will send your wife one to tell you why you should be allowed to stay home and watch sports as opposed to going out. How about that? I like it. I think we've built a business model idea here. We just have to implement it. All right. Uh, We have to get to some very important meetings here, the three of us. Very important corporate meetings. Judd loves meetings. Yep. All right, that's a wrap on Purple Daily today. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, thanks for all the conversation in the YouTube comment sections. We'll see you tomorrow.